Green Pastures are the weekly devotions published by Vineyard Boise, consisting of four parts, the reading, the reflection, the question, and the prayer. Green Pastures for Thursday, April 14th. This week's theme, Finding Hope Through a Resurrected Lord. Today's scripture reading, Mark chapter 16, verses 12 and 13 from the Message Translation, which reads, Later he appeared, but in a different form, to two of them, out walking in the countryside. They went back and told the rest, but they weren't believed either. This is God's Word. I'm detecting a theme here. Have you noticed how often we tend to drag ourselves along, our faith dimmed if not dead, our hope lagging behind us, clueless and confused, until he meets us in another form? Shape-shifting God, in what form will my Christ come to me today? Allow Eugene Peterson to set the table with these two out walking in the countryside, only one of whom is named, but otherwise unknown, Cleopas. And yes, you could read about this at much greater length in Luke's Gospel account, which you'll find in Luke chapter 24. But belay that for a moment and imagine with Eugene from his book, Living the Resurrection, which is precisely what a close encounter of the risen kind will lead us to do. Live it. Eugene writes, Put yourself at the table in the place of the unnamed man or woman, the companion of Cleopas. This is your home. You've been away for several days in Jerusalem for Passover, this great Hebrew feast of salvation, with all the energy and drama attending to it. You've been doing this every year since you were a child. The place and ritual are thick with memories and stories and songs. This is your Jewish identity. This is who you are. You are God's chosen woman or God's chosen man, reaffirmed and deepened now yet again. Then, incredibly, the Holy Week is suddenly and unaccountably desecrated, outrageously violated by the crucifixion of a man you knew personally and honored extravagantly. Still reeling from seeing the bloody and tormented death, you begin to hear rumors. They're flying about. There's a totally different kind of report. A vision of angels who said he was alive. What could that mean? On successive days in Jerusalem, you were hurled from celebration to anguish to bewilderment. Your whole world spun out of control. Emotionally spent, you're now glad to get out of Jerusalem. It's a relief to be walking that familiar road home. Laban returning to his place. Sorry, couldn't resist. Away from the crowds and the violence and the rumors, glad for the time and privacy to talk everything over with Cleopas and try to make sense of it all. Then you're joined by a stranger who takes an interest in what you're saying. He joins the conversation and amazingly does make sense of it all. For two or three hours as you walk towards home, You listen to him take the chaos of the last few days and, like God in Genesis, speak order into the mess. You've never heard the words of Scripture spoken so personally before. You never knew that your own experiences, especially experiences as turbulent and disorienting and death-dealing and inexplicable as those in the last five days, 
were part of that large story in which the last word was glory. This man used words to create a world in which God, right in your presence, was doing everything you had read and heard about in Moses and the prophets. As you enter Emmaus, you're actually feeling calm and almost your old self. You left Jerusalem whipsawed by emotions, and now, thanks to this stranger, you are feeling almost normal. It's late in the day and time for supper. You've been away from home for a week, maybe over a week. There's nothing there to eat. Passing a bakery stall, you buy a loaf of bread and invite the stranger in for supper. After some coaxing, he comes in. You get out a bottle of wine. The three of you sit down to a simple supper of bread and wine. Cleopas pours the wine. And the stranger then makes a move that takes you back momentarily. He takes up the loaf and blesses it. The guest you invited to supper becomes the host, offering you supper. After blessing the bread, he breaks it and gives it to you and Cleopas. Then, and only then, you recognize him. It's Jesus, alive. It's resurrection. This close encounter of the risen kind has to be the most delicious and mischievous one of all. It's no wonder that Luke takes so much time to tell it at length, or that Peterson has us dally with it. Christ coming to us in another form. Imagine that. Jesus joining us in our conversation, the Lord of all allowing himself to be coaxed to join us for supper. The Word made flesh turning the tables on us as he takes the bread and is revealed in its breaking. In what form indeed might our Christ come to us today? And as he does in the unfolding of that close encounter, watch how we are impelled out of our place to run back to Jerusalem, to pick up the next thread of the story still awaiting us there. So yes, now if you have the margins for it, read Luke's account of this close encounter of the risen kind for Cleopas and his unnamed companion. You'll find it in Luke 24, verses 13 through 35. Read it aloud. Put yourself in the place of that unnamed companion. Put yourself at the table with them and see what you see. And then move on to a bit of self-reflection. Into what conversation in your journey might Jesus be seeking to enter? In what form might he be coming to you? How might he be revealed in the stranger right there at your table where you least expect him? Do you have room for such a close encounter of the risen kind? Dear God, enough of my place, my pace, this space that in so many ways owns me, hymns me, trims me, bounds me, defines me. Let me stumble upon your hangout, God. Let me stumble upon hope through a close encounter of the risen kind, the divine kind. Yes, it's a dangerous business, Frodo, going out your door. You step out onto the road, and if you don't keep your feet, there's no knowing where you might be swept off to. Lord, you keep my feet, and let me be swept off into a new adventure.
with you. Through your spirit, with, upon, and in me. Amen.